It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Eagles are headed to Super Bowl 57 and coming up on today's show, we're going to preview this game against the Kansas City Chiefs. But first, if you're pumped up about the birds being Super Bowl bound after a beatdown of the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship game, I want you to hit that thumbs up icon and like the video. And with that, let's preview Super Bowl 57 right now. What's up? Welcome in. You're watching Philadelphia Eagles now right here on Chat Sports. Chase Senior here with you. We're going to preview Super Bowl 57 between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. It's another victory Monday and the Birds able to do it in impressive fashion, punching their ticket to the Super Bowl for the second time since 2017 with the really impressive win as they beat up the San Francisco 49ers in South Philadelphia at Lincoln Financial Field. And now the Birds Super Bowl bound once again looking to bring home that second Lombardi trophy. What's interesting here is that the line has shifted. The Kansas City Chiefs opened up as favorites. Then some money came pouring in on Philadelphia, and now the Birds are two-point favorites over under pretty high with these two high-potent offenses at 49-and-a-half. The kickoff slated for 6.30 p.m. Eastern time in two Sundays on February 12th in Glendale, Arizona. And you already know that Eagles fans are going to be taking over the desert, making this a home away from home game, just like they did in 2017 against the New England Patriots in Minneapolis as it was an Eagles-heavy crowd. And the Eagles are here, and I didn't think they were going to be here. I did take the 49ers to beat Philadelphia. I'm an NFL analyst at the end of the day, but I will always admit when I was wrong and I was wrong in this preview in this matchup between the Niners and the Eagles and I'll gladly eat the crow when I do miss fire so if you're fired up Type F Chase in the comment section. Last night I went to bed and I said, you know what? I certainly was wrong about this football game, so let's have fun with it. And I always got to be honest here on the show. As for how the Kansas City Chiefs got here, this is going to be a matchup between the top two teams in the NFL. And really, these have been two teams who have jockeyed all throughout the year with a couple of other teams entering that equation. But with how the Chiefs played against the Bengals in the AFC Championship game and how Philadelphia beat the brakes off of San Francisco in the NFC Championship game. This is a matchup between two of these powers from both respective conferences. Chiefs were 16-3, 14-3 in the regular season. They're 16-3 right now with two more playoff wins. Won the AFC West, locked down that number one seed. It was the fifth straight AFC title game for Kansas City as Andy Reid continues to really have a lot of success in getting 
to the Final Four. And it's the third Super Bowl appearance in four years for the Chiefs. So you have the number one seed from the AFC and the number one seed in the NFC because Philadelphia also currently 16-3. and The Birds also went 14-3. and in the regular season. They won their division, NFC East, and locked down that aforementioned number one seed. It's Philadelphia's seventh NFC title appearance in the last 21 years, and now their second Super Bowl trip since 2017. KC got there first a couple of years ago. Philadelphia did as well. Now these two organizations, two of the most well-run teams in the sport, going to be jockeying for their second Lombardi trophy. It was an impressive win for the Kansas City Chiefs, which came down to the wire as they were able to stave off a Bengals comeback led by Joe Burrow in the AFC title game. If it wasn't for that late hit out of bounds, on Patrick Mahomes, which paved the way for Harrison Butker to hit that game-winning field goal with a couple of seconds left. Maybe this game went into overtime, and maybe we'd be previewing this game between Philadelphia and Cincinnati. I thought that Patrick Mahomes, even with that ankle injury, was very good. 29 of 43, 326 yards and two touchdowns. The throw that he made to Marquez Valdez-Scantling, it was a dot, terrific throw, and Travis Kelsey, he was talking that talk after the game, talking a lot of smack against the Cincinnati mayor. Seven catches, 78 yards, and a touchdown. He backed it up, and Joe Burrow, a little bit rocky for sure, but nearly made that Tom Brady-esque comeback late, but the Chiefs able to come out victorious at Arrowhead as that place was rocking. Lincoln Financial Field was also rocking. No surprise to see the Philadelphia faithful out there for the NFC Championship Trophy giveaway as a couple of players were at the podium. Nick Sirianni and the fans really embracing one another in the aftermath of that 31-7 win over the 49ers. Philadelphia's defensive line really got after it, and we as football fans, I think, were robbed from seeing a very good football game play out because Brock Purdy, on the first drive of the game, injured his elbow. Might need Tommy John surgery if he did, in fact, tear the ulnaral collateral ligament in his elbow. From that point on, Josh Johnson replaced him. Then at the end of the game, 49ers didn't have a quarterback who could actually throw the football, but Philadelphia beat up San Francisco in the trenches. They outlasted the Niners. They had that pass rush steady all throughout the day, and they did what they had to do, capitalizing on some of those dumbass penalties from San Francisco, also manufacturing points off those turnovers and capitalizing in the red zone. And once again, Philadelphia's ground offense was terrific against what was the number one overall defense in the NFL. Final score 31-7 to as Philadelphia continues to be dominant in this playoff run. Speaking of that game yesterday, Eagles-Niners, we set a couple of records here on the show. Appreciate the 90,000 people who tuned in to our watch party here on Eagles Now. And we want to welcome the 600 new people who have locked us in and subscribe. What you can expect moving forward as we get closer and closer to 41,000 subscribers as we're 389 people away. Daily videos on the Philadelphia Eagles. News, rumors, analysis, all 22 live shows, watch parties. And you already know that in the lead up to the big game, we're going to be giving you the best content out there right here on YouTube. So fly Eagles, fly right down to that subscribe button. Smash it. You don't want to miss our coverage. Obviously, the big story point and big talking point of this Super Bowl 57 game between Philadelphia and Kansas City. It's Big Red, Andy Reid, taking on his former team. And after the Chiefs punched their ticket to the Super Bowl in Glendale, Arizona, Andy Reid said, quote, here we come Philly. And I understand he's certainly a controversial figure in Philadelphia, but for a guy like me 
who was born in 1992, and my love for football was formed around Philadelphia, Andy Reid and the success of the Eagles was a big reason for that. The Ray Rhodes tenure was brutal. The first year of Doug Peterson being the starting quarterback under Andy Reid was not a lot of fun. I remember being a youngster at that point, a young bull, as we say in Philly, and I called him Doug Pooperson. But then once Donovan McNabb became the starting quarterback, that's when Philadelphia really had the most successful run in the history of this franchise, led by Andy Reid. So I'll always be appreciative for Big Red, even though he wasn't able to win the big game, because growing up, so many of my childhood sports memories were formed around the Eagles, having so much success as they made it to four straight NFC Championship games under Andy Reid's watch. I was at the fourth of those when the Eagles beat the Atlanta Falcons at the link on that snowy and cold January day. They fell to the Patriots in Super Bowl 39, but Andy Reid from 1999 to 2012, 14 seasons total, had so much success there are reasons to be appreciative of him, despite him not bringing home the hardware. AP Coach of the Year in 2002, five NFC Championship appearances in total, one Super Bowl trip with an overall record of 130-93-1 and in the regular season with that awful tie coming against the Cincinnati Bengals, which we know about. And on top of Andy Reid, Taking on his former team, this is also a great quarterback matchup. It's the only time in Super Bowl history that two black quarterbacks have faced off against one another in the big game. And both of these guys, MVP finalists, Jalen Hurts really making a monumental jump as a passer. Patrick Mahomes, on the other hand, continuing to put together a historic, legendary, and future Hall of Fame career, being the alien that he is at that quarterback spot. But both of these players, so special. Hurts this year, 14-1. Missed those couple of games because of the shoulder injury. 35 total touchdowns to only six interceptions as both of these QBs, considering how much the offense runs through them, they've made good decisions and haven't turned the rock overall that much this year. Almost 4,000 passing yards for Jalen Hurts, 760 rushing yards, completion percentage just shy of 67%. And for Mahomes, probably going to win MVP once again. 44 tutties to 8 picks, through for nearly 5,300 yards. Obviously not the runner that Jalen Hurts is, but can make plays out of structure like Hurts is able to do. And he completed 67% of his passes. And the Chiefs, when you look and canvas this roster, really going top to bottom from the coaching staff all the way through the roster, offensively, defensively, going to be probably the best team that the Eagles have faced this year. If San Francisco is at full strength, I'd go with the Niners as the better overall team offensively and defensively. But with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, you might give KC that slight edge. And as for how the Chiefs match up offensively against the Eagles defensively as we continue to keep it moving with the best insight here heading into Super Bowl Sunday. Chiefs offense this year, number one in the NFL in points per game, just shy of 29. Number one in yards per game, just shy of 408. Points per play, number one. Yards per play, 6.3, a miraculous number. Also atop the NFL among all 32 teams. Their third down conversion rate could be a huge element 
in this game. Number two is they converted nearly 49% of their third down tries and on fourth downs, nearly 77%. Red zone scoring percentage, every time they get in the red area inside the 20, they score a touchdown about 70.5% of the time. That's the brilliance and the beauty of Mahomes and touchdowns per game, 3.5. So you look at how the Chiefs offense checks in. How about the Eagles defense? This is going to be a really good matchup in a variety of areas. Jonathan Gannon has really answered the bell during these two playoff games against the Giants and the Niners. Can he do it for a third time and bring home that Lombardi trophy against the Chiefs, which will be far, uh, which will be by far and away, excuse me, the toughest test for Philly. Eagles defense, number four in points per game allowed, number one in yards per game allowed. So what's going to give against KC? Points per play, number five. Yards per play, number one. Third down conversion rate, still pretty solid at number 10. Fourth down conversion rate, big here. Eagles already down at 19. Red zone scoring percentage, number 11. And touchdowns per game, just over two. That checks in at number 10. As for how the Eagles offense matches up against the Chiefs defense, Philly points per game, number two, just shy of Kansas City being number one. Yards per game, Philadelphia, nearly 391. That's third among all 32 teams. Points per play, third down conversion rate, both number three. Fourth down conversion rate right up there with KC at number four. Red zone scoring percentage. This is going to be, once again, a huge factor of this game. Can you convert those red zone trips into seven? Philadelphia, third in the National Football League. Touchdowns per game, number one. Yards per rush, 4.7, number 10, and very good in the playoffs against the Niners and against the Giants. And the Chiefs defense, they're a pretty solid unit, although they check in middle of the pack, maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit higher, depending on which statistical categories you look at. 15 in points per game, 10th in yards per game, 13th in points per play, ninth in yards per play, third down conversion rate and fourth down conversion rate, 17 and 24th respectively, red zone scoring percentage, number 30. So the Eagles can maybe win the game if they get into the red area and convert those trips into touchdowns, as I said, and touchdowns per game, 20th in the NFL. And obviously, this is going to be a great coaching matchup. The offensive and defensive staffs for both organizations are very good. But also, can Nick Sirianni be better in critical moments against Andy Reid? And as we know, during a lot of big games that Andy Reid has coached for Kansas City, back in the day with Philadelphia, he's come up small in-game management. That's an area in which Nick Sirianni has thrived in. He did it once again against the Niners, and that was on display. Nick Sirianni had a couple of big moments against Kyle Shanahan. Went for it on that early fourth and three first drive of the game. That was the one-handed Devontae Smith catch that Kyle Shanahan did not challenge. But Nick Sirianni did challenge the Brock Purdy fumble on the play that he hurt his elbow on with the Hassan Reddick pass rush. Eagles able to get the football, turn that into points. On the fourth and one, tied 7-7 at this point. Still a little bit of a game, even though Purdy was hurt. Nick Sirianni decided to go for it on his own 34. His aggressiveness, his game management could give him the edge against Andy Reid, despite not having the high-level experience that Big Red has. So the big question here for the next couple of weeks, who you got? My prediction at the end, 
PHI for the Eagles, KC for the Kansas City Chiefs. You're going to like my prediction a lot more than my, than my NFC Championship game prediction. Before we continue to keep it moving, we have some great insights still to get to, so sit back, enjoy, and hang with us. Today's show is sponsored by Geology, 16-time award-winning skin, hair, and body care company recognized in men's health, GQ and Esquire. They create simple and effective skin care and hair care routines customized just for you with ingredients that are proven to work. And right now, for a limited time only for the Fly Eagles Fly family, they are hooking you up with an awesome, insane offer. Use our code CHATSPORTS70 at chatsports.com slash geology or use the QR code we've been showing you and they'll give you an exclusive 70% off of their award-winning skincare trial set. Skincare shouldn't feel like a gamble and geology is the best in the skincare game. Geology puts an end to darker, puffy under eyes, helps you fight acne, reduce oiliness, prevent wrinkles, and gives you smoother, hydrated skin. So head to chatsports.com slash geology, scan the QR code here, and use our code CHATSPORTS70 to get 70% off. The link is in the description as well as the comments of today's video. And on top of that deal, you'll receive an exclusive bonus offer on one of their brand new skin, hair, and body products of your choice when you add it to your trial. This is one of the best offers that you'll see, so get it before it's gone. There is a formula out there, by the way, for beating Patrick Mahomes. This is how you take down Patrick Mahomes. You generate a consistent pass rush, and you have Patrick Mahomes running for his life again like he did in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay had the formula to halt the Chiefs' offense, to confuse them with multiple looks. Most importantly, though, they have Patrick Mahomes running for his life, generating a consistent pass rush. Tampa Bay in that game, as Tom Brady won yet another Super Bowl, had the most quarterback pressures in Super Bowl history. And last year in the Super Bowl, Joe Burrow, another great thrower of the football, was sacked the most times in Super Bowl history by the Los Angeles Rams. How does that favor Philadelphia? Because the Eagles have the best pass rush in the National Football League. That was once again on display against San Francisco in the NFC Championship game. Philadelphia tallying three sacks, 18 pressures, and seven quarterback hits. This game can be decided along the trenches by the Eagles' offensive line, but also the Eagles' defensive line. If you don't give Patrick Mahomes time to drop back, dissect your defense and pick you apart and then make plays out of structure, out of the pocket improvisationally, then you can win this game for Philadelphia, and that has been the backbone of their success defensively all throughout this year as they led the NFL with 70 sacks this season, and Hassan Reddick, one of the best players in the NFL. He has already set a record for the most sacks in Eagles playoff history with three and a half. And here are his numbers in 19 games this year, including two playoff matchups. 19 and a half sacks, 30 quarterback hits, six forced fumbles, and four fumble recoveries. He's like the Mariano Rivera, a closer on the defensive side of the ball. He's Brad Lidge going 47 for 47 in save opportunities for the Phillies in that 2008 Super uh, World Series run that was terrific. Hassan Reddick is the Eagles' closer, and can he close it out in Super Bowl 57 with a big play late like Brandon Graham did in Super Bowl 52 against Tom Brady and the Patriots to bring that hardware home so that we can see another Super Bowl parade in Philadelphia that might end with another historic and legendary Jason Kelsey Mummer speech. That's what this Eagles team is capable of doing. You look at their numbers this year in the regular season, they're 70 sacks, 15 more than any team in the NFL, 
only team since sacks started getting recorded with four players with double-digit sacks. That's how they can win this game solely by also being opportunistic on the offensive side of the football. And this is a Chiefs offensive line that can be had. Andrew Wiley against Hassan Reddick. Huge matchup in this game. Javon Hargrave, who was active. Fletcher Cox going up against guys like Joe Tooney. Creed Humphrey, who's a really good center. The second-year man in Trey Smith. That is a matchup that could favor Philadelphia. Eagles defensive line caused destruction. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Against San Francisco, and that was a huge turning point in the game. Can they do it again in the Super Bowl? If they do, I like Philadelphia's chances. Now, if you want to interact with me all throughout the week, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram. It's the same handle on both, at Chase underscore senior for a kid who grew up in Westchester, went to Temple, who's been rooting on this team for a long time to cover the Super Bowl run professionally for the second time since 2017 in my professional career. It's amazing. And if you want to reach out to me and say, F Chase, you doubted the birds in the NFC Championship game, I can take the heat. I already ate the crow. Eagles' formula for success on top of some of the things that we've talked about. Generate a pass rush on Patrick Mahomes. On third and fourth downs offensively, Eagles have to be money on some of the money downs and move the chains in some of those situations to eat up the clock, but to also take the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands and keep him on the sideline and don't give him the opportunity to put up a 40-burger. Additionally, what else can the Eagles do? Turn those red zone trips into touchdowns. You're not going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs in what could be a shootout if you're settling for Jake Elliott field goals. You have to put seven points on the board, and Philadelphia has been one of the best offenses in the NFL this year in doing just that. Once they get in the red area, they're scoring a touchdown nearly 70% of the time. If Philadelphia is also able to control the line of scrimmage, run the football like they did against San Francisco, like they did against the New York Giants, against a Chiefs rushing defense that is susceptible to giving up some big plays, and you beat up Kansas City along the lines, this is how recently in the offensive leading era that we've seen in the NFL that teams bring back the hardware and win a Super Bowl championship. And I don't have a lot of confidence in the Chiefs' offensive weaponry, We'll continue to keep a status out for Patrick Mahomes' ankle. Looks like he's going to be okay. Juju Smith-Schuster hurt again. Marquez Valdez-Scanling can get vertical but isn't really a well-rounded wide receiver. And Kadarius Toney, kind of a guy who's a gadget weapon. So because of that, Philadelphia going to have to shadow Travis Kelsey all night long. If you take him away from Patrick Mahomes, that offense is just different. As for that Eagles offensive line, just like this Eagles defensive line can cause Mayhem, so too can the Eagles' offensive line. You run the ball like you did against the Niners. You protect Jalen Hurts. And you really snatch the soul away from the opponent like the Birds did against the Giants. You heard that Jason Kelsey mic'd up clip. He said they want to rush the passer. They don't want to stop the run, nor can they. And for San Francisco, they got so rattled 
flustered and frustrated late because this Eagles offensive line, with everybody on here, was throwing bodies and dudes out the club. Jordan Maialata, Landon Dickerson, Jason Kelsey, Isaac Sayamalo, Lane Johnson were all terrific, especially a couple of plays with Maialata really stalling. Nick Bosa, as well as Lane Johnson there. And this is a Chiefs defensive line. That is good. It is good. Chris Jones, I'd say, is unseated Aaron Donald as the best defensive tackle in the sport. But George Karloff, this is a rookie. Frank, Frank Clark is really good. Earned the nickname of Uzi Clark. They're going to have to limit Chris Jones a little bit. It's going to be a big matchup there for Isaac Sayamalo, Jason Kelsey, as well as Landon Dickerson going up against the interior of that Chiefs defensive line. The Eagles were the superior team against the 49ers' number one overall defense. Can they duplicate that performance against KC? It was really impressive. They turned a lot of heads. I understand they took a lot of those possessions over around midfield after a couple of those turnovers, but they did what they had to do, and they converted those trips into touchdowns. As for the Eagles' ground game against San Francisco, this is a Niners team that haven't given up 100 rushing yards since week one. Philadelphia said, yeah, we're at home. We have momentum on our side. We don't think that anybody can stop us right now. If they have that same type of play calling and execution against Kansas City, they can win this football game, folks. Kenny Gainwell was good once again. 14 carries, 48 yards. He leads all running backs in the playoffs, by the way, in touches and I believe rushing yards. Miles Sanders, two touchdowns on the day, 11 carries for 42 yards. Jalen Hurts ran it 11 times. I didn't like some of the design runs once this game was decided, but he found pay dirt. Boston Scott, the giant killer, was also a niner killer. He added a touchdown, and on the day, 44 carries for Philly, 148 yards, 3.4 yards per carry, four touchdowns, though, and at the end of the game, they ate up the clock when they needed to. So with that, those are some of my keys to the game. What is your biggest key? For the Eagles to be victorious, to have another parade down Broad Street. Sound off, let me know down below in the comment section. The Chiefs' corners are young and inexperienced, by the way. This is a unit that can be had. And I do want to pass along some notes on one of the Chiefs' corners, by the way. Uh, Joshua Williams in the AFC Championship game, 47 coverage snaps. Two catches allowed, one interception, 9.2 passer rating allowed against Joe Burrow. He is a rookie. He hasn't really faced a trio of weapons like A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard. All of them need to be used, I think, a little bit more than they were against the 49ers, but also that was somewhat dictated by how the game flow was. As for the Eagles injury news here, Landon Dickerson was seen in a lot of pain with that right arm injury. Lane Johnson told Jay Glazer of Fox Sports that he retore his groin, didn't stop him from basically having a clean sheet, and Avante Maddox seemed to play and move pretty well with that toe injury that he suffered on Christmas Eve. We'll, of course, continue to keep you up updated with all of the latest Eagles injury news all throughout the next couple of weeks leading up to the Super Bowl. With that, predict the score. Birds, Chiefs, I asked you for a winner. Now be more precise with it and predict the actual score. And without further ado, fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Fight, Eagles, fight. Score a touchdown, one, two, three. Hit them low, hit them high, and watch our Eagles fly. 
fly, Eagles fly, on the road to victory. Say it with me, E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. I do think the Eagles win this game. My final score, 36-30. Second Lombardi Trophy comes back to South Philadelphia. We see yet another parade, a magical moment that I will never forget in my life as I saw some things that were legendary and forever imprinted on my brain. It was a great day. It was a great Super Bowl win over the New England Patriots, dethroning Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Can the Eagles cut off the head of the monster once again against their former coach and Andy Reid as well as Patrick Mahomes? I think they do. Their pass rush is a recipe to win this football game. Their offensive line is the best in football. They eat up clock. They run the football successfully. They keep Mahomes on the sideline. KC not able to find a rhythm, and the birds get the dub. Fly Eagles, fly, subscribe. Our coverage leading up to the Super Bowl is going to be fantastic with shows coming your way every single day. So lock us in. Don't miss our coverage. And as always, appreciate all of you for watching Philadelphia Eagles now.